half moon one pra. Night the uh, small group as the uh, weather prevented anyone from anyone visiting. We have the retreat crew in the resident community. And for the first time that anyone can remember, we had to cancel the alms rounds. Um, but um, so far, we're doing okay. Still had, um, luckily, the still had tree crew was able to uh, get some food together and still offer a meal. And everything seems to be okay enough, bearing up with the snow. Anjan Trinda is on a four-week solitary retreat. So for the first time uh, at a Baigiri, I was uh, leading the eight precept, uh, three refuges and eight precepts chant. Done it as an anagarka, um, but yeah, and, um, appreciate the chant, quite um, the ceremony bringing the refuges and precepts to mind. Appreciate being at Abhayagiri, being a place like this where we hold the, the Buddha's teachings high, hold up the, the refuges and the precepts often in in sort of modern culture, maybe many cultures, it's um, it's not it's not what's not what's placed at the center, not not what's placed highest. Oftentimes, even um, popular entertainment and so forth can um, be about uh, people breaking precepts, killing, stealing, and so forth. It feels very good to be part of that ceremony. Lung Pa on the Saturday night talked about a uh, suit that I appreciate in the Anguttara Kai 11s about where the Buddha encourages. Mahanama to bring to mind six qualities uh, as part of that sutta, the, the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, uh, one's virtue, one's generosity, and the, the qualities of the devas. It's very um, good, useful. And the first three of those are the, are the as we were talking about, the refuges, the Buddha, the Dhamma, Sangha, the triple gem. The first one, the, the Buddha, is uh, 
comes first because um, he's the one who made the, uh, uh, the, the teachings available, uh, who re- rediscovered the path and, and has shared it and it's kept alive for two and a half thousand years. I feel uh, fortunate that my morning uh, chore at the moment is taking care of this this hall and we have this beautiful Buddha image and we try to keep it very clean like every day before the Lunar Observance Day we do an extended cleanup and even just looking at the the Buddha image, we can learn a lot from its both upright posture and the slight smile on its face, remind us to yeah, sit upright, be, uh, regain our composure, calm, come back to center, and the smile, uh, good reminder, which I often need to not take things too seriously, uh, remember lightheartedness, uh, joy. Remember to relax. So these these symbols, these it's very useful to have these symbols of the Buddha, symbol of our highest aspirations. When we wake up, it's good to bow. Before we go to sleep, go to bow. When we enter the hall, when we enter our kuti, when we leave the hall, when we leave our dwelling, chance to come back to the body, get out of our head. To remember our, also can be good for remembering our highest aspirations or if we've um, gone off track or made a mistake and come back to the Buddha, come Bow, bow, begin again, bow. During tea time, some of us were listening to audio journals from Ajanyanako, who's currently at Bodh Gaya, the site of the Buddha's enlightenment, uh, Bodh Gaya, India, and he's doing in a, I think maybe a month or so, a month, he'll be there for a month or so, and he's doing ten th- three steps, one bow. Uh, plan is to do 10,000 uh, prostration, like full length bows, and 108 hours of sitting meditation. So ambitious, uh, ambitious aspiration. And yeah, it's good. It was good, inspiring to hear him and how he's. Um, so that's a, of course, a great way to recollect the Buddha. But even if we don't, we can just recollect his life or his various teachings he's ga- given. The teachings he given, we, we refer to as the Dhamma, but the Dhamma could also mean the 
also has multiple meanings. Another one is just the, the natural law. What the Buddha is pointing out is the, the cause and effect, how, how, how things play out. Skillful action leads to, is that which is, leads to beneficial results. That which is for our, our long-term welfare and happiness. Unskillful action leads to detrimental results pointing out how, how karma unfolds. So I think of this second refuge dhamma can be helpful to memorize. Um, you know, it, it, some dhamma, some dhamma basic teachings Uh, it's particularly some of the 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 basic uh, find some of the quotes from the the Buddha speaking. Um, for example, his his last words can be helpful. Encourage ourselves. Um, all conditioned things are in nature decay. Strive on with diligence. Just as simple simple reminders. Or if we're you know, trying to encourage ourselves to meditate, like some people stay up, will be staying up later, I imagine, to staying up to meditate. We can recollect a phrase that comes up in, uh, repeatedly is um, talking about the compassion of the Buddha, that he's uh, done whatever a compassionate teacher would do for his disciples and encourage us to meditate, uh, make use of the, the empty huts the, to uh, meditate, lest we regret later. Now it's a time of retreat. It can be good to memorize various uh, Dhamma, for example, the, the chants in the book. Uh, so we have it because it brings it closer into our heart. And then we have it accessible. Also, there's these various recollections the Buddha encourages us to do daily, uh, specifically for the monastics, the four requisites. And so we're able to do that, perhaps while we're walking down the hill or walking up the hill or Whenever, whenever's um, suitable time in the the five reflections and the ten reflections and the thirty-two parts, these can all be all. It's all good to have these memorized so um, we can reflect on them. Some other chants I've found useful. In the, in the book, useful teachings are the, uh, the Buddha's words on loving kindness, just to memorize it, or, or the various metta chants, the four boundless qualities, or, or the, the reflection on numerous well-being. And if we have these memorized, then we can have these different ways to keep the mind interested in, in metta, where various ways to bring metta forth, can 
go over it in English, then, or go over it in Pali, or. And the, the, the third refuge, Sangha, from the chanting, it can, can mean monastic Sangha, but in, in the, also means the, just if we look at the chanting, the four kinds of noble beings, um, so the, the various enlightened beings, so the, those who are accomplished, so we can, can encourage us to recollect all the great beings from the time of the Buddha, the various great disciples and great beings and the, the, also the institutions that have kept alive the teaching for more than two and a half thousand years and they're so uh, well preserved. There's a, in the Anguttarakayas, the, the ones, it's list I find quite inspiring of all the different types of uh, great disciples. Have the, of the monks, there's the, you know, Mahakasaba, foremost of those who expound the exact practices, or uh, Ananda, foremost Upatak attendant, or foremost with the fire element, Sagata, or Foremost, uh, a monk who's foremost who dwell without conflict. So it's, yeah, it's, it's inspiring to see the various different temperaments. But there's not just that for the monks, it's also for the uh, bhikkhunis, foremost of those who in the discipline are foremost of uh, those with psychic powers, and also for the laymen and laywomen. It uh, can bring these to mind. And it's also a great blessing that we have the elders in the modern time, um, not just uh, where there's, um, beginning with Lungpur Mon and Lungpur Cha, there's a revitalization of the tradition in Thailand, or yeah, from Lungpur Mon and Lungpur Sao, and, and from them came various great teachers like Lung Por Cha, but even alive today, there are many great uh, distinguished elders in our tradition. And something I find uh, quite helpful and inspiring is to recollect the inspiring elders and also how they're quite different uh, temperaments, have various uh, teachers like uh, Lungpur Sumedho and, and Lungpur Liam and um, well, met many uh, and have different sort of styles and approaches. And so these are something we can recollect all the great beings we've had a chance to encounter or even, or even if we've just listened to their Dhamma talks, just bringing these to mind is a way to bring joy 
with the Dhamma, joy connected with the Dhamma. And so we can reflect on these three refuges. Even Even at the beginning of the meditation, we can just briefly reflect, well, what do we find inspiring about the, the Buddha, uh, uh, what, 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 ins- what in- phrases come to mind, maybe great wisdom, great compassion, what, what, what Dhamma themes are inspiring come to mind. We've been, as the theme for the winter retreat, Dhamma, Nupasana, um, you know, we're going through the diff- various different teachings in that section, the five hindrances, five khandhas, six sense bases, seven enlightenment factors, four noble truths, and the Buddha gives us various different sets to keep us interested, various different teachings, so we can reflect what teachings are inspiring and conflict beginning of the Sangha, what's, what are the qualities of the Sangha? Maybe those who, uh, whatever comes up, maybe those who are, um, uh, sometimes something comes up for me as those who practice with sincerity or those who are willing to endure. So, yeah, we have this uh, venerable day and we have this uh, opportunity to practice and um, I imagine not not everyone will stay up, but whether or not one stays up, it's good practice to make it a venerable day. can do that in various ways. Um, we recollect our highest aspirations or some people like to do particular chanting or can somehow put eff- extra effort into our, into our practice. So it's a, a venerable day, just not, not just a normal day. So just offer these brief thoughts for reflection this evening. <laughs> 